And Pastor Nikki continued today. I watched her periscope for a bit. And I think that was powerful. But let me call our attention to one or two things from our periscope. She spoke about the entrance of the word. And I think that is very profound. That it is not the word that changes lives. It's the entrance. And I'll base my discussion briefly on that tonight. So I, I, I find that, found that profound, prophetic, meaningful, insightful, and instructional. It is instructional because you must allow the word to enter. Then she mentioned about baptism. And I didn't want to straight away say yes or no. I wanted to go back into scriptures so that if there are things we do not know so i don't accept things based on religion for me it's not based on no 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 no. we always just do baptism so there must be baptism i don't do those things we leave that to the ignorant in other words whatever i meet or i met as religious i don't mind challenging it i don't mind any of you challenging it but i've got to go back into scriptures and for me Scriptures must go beyond just, well, you know, Jesus got baptized in River Jordan. If that's the only scripture we have, then baptism is not important. If that's the only one. Because Paul will later tell us that the baptism of John, Paul told, in fact, let me read scripture so that it is not just supporting someone or antagonizing that's not the point scripture is what was the baptism of john and this is not where i'm going tonight at all i just want to address those things so that we are clear what was the baptism of john what was it based what was it so she did mention that they were baptized into an ideology and you see i agree with that 110 percent 110 it was not just the water it was an ideology let me tell you why she didn't have time to give scripture for that but let me tell you scriptures for that what was the baptism of john is this place cold or is it just me okay i just want to be sure it's not just because i'm from nigeria once it's not just me, then if you get cold, kill Tanisha after the service. Uh, so you really know this is not my... Uh, Act chapter 19. Because the uninitiated will hear what she said and say, oh yeah, that's it. See what they are saying again. No, I need to Acts chapter 19, if you start from verse 2, please, quickly. And ask them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? They answered, no, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Uh -huh. So Paul asked, then, what baptism did you receive? Which of the baptisms did you receive? That means... I appreciate the cook stuff, but can you please stop, please? 
Um, I mean, the psh, psh. So that means that there was not just one baptism because he asked him which of the baptisms. So if it is just one, I only know one Ashley, I think. I, I can't say which of the Ashleys. There is only one that I know. Nike, I know many Nikes. So I can say which of the Nikes. Yeah? Is it the one we call Nikki or the one we call Nike or the one that is called Nike? It's all Nike. So which of the baptisms? Talk to me. John's baptism, they replied. So they said, the baptism we received was the one John gave. But this is the issue. We still don't know what John's baptism is because I've, re I've read all the curriculum of baptism and I realize it's not even scriptures. It's tradition. Because the baptism of John was not water baptism. What is the baptism of John? Paul said. This is what Paul then told us. John's baptism is what? was a baptism of repentance. It was a baptism of repentance. It's a kingdom baptism. Jesus began to preach. Repent for the kingdom of God. The word repent means change your mind. The baptism of John, and I think this will relate to what I'm about to say tonight actually. The baptism of John was a baptism of change of mind. The reprogramming. So when she said it's an ideology, she's correct. The baptism of John is the baptism of the change of mind. Now, the, but what could have made us say baptism is no longer important would have been one thing. Just one. If we did not find it in the apostolic church. But it was there. So let's finish this scripture, please. He told the people to believe in the one coming after him. Yeah. That is in Jesus. Yeah. On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yeah. When Paul placed his hands on them, yeah. the Holy Spirit came on them. Colossians 2, quickly, 11 and 12. In him, First you, Peter three twenty one, Pastor Dami, just yeah. In him you were also circumcised with a circumcision not performed by human hands. Your whole self, ruled by the flesh, was put off when you were circumcised by Christ, having been buried with him in yeah. baptism. In which you were also raised with him through your faith in the working of God. Awesome. Yes, sir. And this water symbolizes Acts baptism. Chapter, Acts chapter 9, please. Mm -hmm. That now saves you also. Not the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a clear conscience toward God. Thank you. It calls it symbols as well. So she is not wrong. But Acts chapter 8 verse 38. 
And he gave orders to stop the chariot. This was when the Enoch was traveling, and you know Philip just preached the gospel to him. That's the New Testament church. That's the apostolic church. So Philip just witnessed to the Enoch, and then he gave orders that the chariot should be stopped. Uh -huh. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, yeah. and Philip baptized him. If this was not there, because one of the things I've heard before, and I've taught this before though, is Mark 16, 16. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. But the problem with that scripture is it didn't mention what kind of baptism. So I've mentioned that before. But because what is said there now became consistent with the apostolic church and the practice of the apostolic church, then the doctrine of water baptism must remain. Because it's consistent with what they did in the apostolic church. Finish that scripture, please. When they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away. Yeah. And the eunuch did not see him again. You remember the scripture where Paul said, I thank God that I did not baptize any of you. He said, apart from. So, Paul has actually, let me look for it. I'm just giving you scriptures. I'm not talking about baptism, water baptism tonight. Then I remember what the Lord said, John baptized with water. So which of the baptism is most important will be the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Why? I didn't know when any of the disciples got water baptized. Any of the apostles. There was no record of the baptism of Peter. But Paul was baptized. But read, read sir. Quick. I thank God that I baptized none of you yeah. except Crispus and Gaius. Yeah. Lest anyone should say that I had baptized in my own name. That's right. So Paul did baptize. And that's not the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So it was the baptism of John the symbol of the cleaning of the inside and we being baptized into the death of our Lord Jesus Christ. So it stands that certain doctrines in the church um, must hold the doctrine of Holy Communion. Why? Because Jesus said, as long as you do it, you do it in the remembrance of me. Now, if we didn't find it in the apostolic church, then it will not be important. But they broke bread from house to house. May I say that the breaking of bread was not just communion. They ate together. It is an apostolic doctrine. The doctrine of eating together and having common house, EDCs, is apostolic in nature. It is not just what Spark decided to do. It is an apostolic calling. The doctrine of holy communion, the doctrine of water baptism, according to the scriptures. So, I dare to say that there was no commandment per se in scripture to say you must be baptized in water. John did mention something, but his baptism was an ideology like Pastor Nicky said. But the church kept on practicing it. Now, what is the, so the doctrine of Holy Communion, the doctrine of water baptism, then the apostolic doctrine of giving. The apostolic giving doctrine was not Titan offering. Let me show you now. Acts of the Apostles. Their doctrine of giving was not tithe, was not offering, 
that could be inclusive, I don't know, but if you can give all, you certainly can give tithe and offering then. So it's not a debate. Acts of the Apostles chapter 4. So where is the start of the New Testament? Act. It must be the act. Matthew, Mark, and John is the record of Jesus Christ. This is the genealogy. And there is no testament without the death of the testator. So, John did not st- Matthew did not start the New Testament. Matthew started the story of this testator. Do you understand that? Can you actually find that scripture for me? Let's lay these foundations tonight, then we can teach or preach freely. I want to talk about David tonight. That's where we're going. Acts of the Apostles. Yes, sir. Now, the multitude of those who believe. The multitude of the believers. uh Were of one heart. Please mark that down because we're going to get there tonight. They were of one heart. They shared the same heart. Because the possession they will later share is based on the fact that they shared the same heart. If you try to persuade people to share possession, whose heart? Under whose heart? So there can't be a bigger cult than this. Imagine people using one heart. For, don't talk, forget about one shoe. They used one heart, something that is invisible. Before you can use one heart with somebody, your living body must be dead. Uh-uh, you didn't hear me. This body called author or hobby must be dead. It means that it only gets transmission from one heart. That's why we have to talk about David. David could turn peasants and farmers into warriors because they came to him in the wilderness to share his heart. The communion is Christ's heart. They call it common union. Or come and unify. Whichever one you choose tonight, friends. The only way we will know that we have one art is that we will have one behavior. Ah, you didn't hear me. Okay, you, you still, you didn't, you didn't. I said the only way you, we will know that we have one heart is not the talk. You know there are churches that have membership card. It doesn't mean anything. It will be one behavior. So, in front of Enrique, there is no, do you know how deny behaves? It is one heart. So it is one behavior. Talk to me. Now the multitude of those who believe. The multitude of those who have faith in the supernatural. They believe in a teaching. I'm going somewhere. Talk to me. We're of one heart Uh and one soul. Okay. The soul is the house of emotions. They share souls. Are you sure you're ready for this week? So it is not Nenok's behavior. It's our behavior. And so if we have to build on that behavior, we have to get our heart straight. Because I can't, Dami can't get it straight and be the perfect man when Obi is the bad man. 
it is one heart and one soul one emotion one love so those are not just words because we will see the action now talk to me neither did anyone say that any of the things he possessed was his own no but they will say it's their own if they don't have one heart neither did anyone say what he possessed was his own they thought the same i appreciate what they call difference you see but this is how difference becomes one it has to have one focus and one man i'm gonna get to david in a moment david was just one man but god calls david Forget about the man of his heart. He calls David Christ. No, you don't understand that. No, the way you looked at me is so funny, you know. You, when you read scriptures, you will almost not know the difference between David and Christ. You don't. In fact, if you read Psalms, you will not know when David and the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand you will not know when david is now speaking as christ if you don't understand scripture because it's just the same person so let me go ahead of myself when david got to the battlefield the military was there facing goliath goliath was one nation there were three nations there the military was there representing the secular nation they were taught the art of war. When David came, it was the guy in the middle between the Philistines and the secular world because don't forget this, don't ever be mistaken. The world are soldiers. Those who work in their system, they are soldiers. They wake up 5 a.m. They fight on a daily basis. They are fighting for their marriage to survive. They are fighting for their family. They are also soldiers. But David was a different kind of soldier. You don't understand. He was in this realm as human. But his kind of soldier was different. So his brothers could not understand. We have the same battles. We have the same warfare. Why are you fighting differently? You know that's their gripe with David. Uh -uh, they, 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 you don't believe me. I said they have the same enemy. It's just that his fight, his system of fight was different from the military. Something else taught David. These guys were taught by Saul, the secular king. But it was secular king over God's people. The CEO of HSBC or the owner of HSBC is a king. But he's a secular king over God's people. This is where God's battle starts tonight. So what God wants is not a secular king. God does not have a problem with Saul. It's just that he wants to be the king. So the king has to be the Christ. So the secular cannot understand why David fights like this because David learned the act of war with the ships. 
but the armies of Saul learned how to fight in the military base those are two different kind of education so we started with the school thing on Tuesday right and we're about to crack it open this week can I hear an amen but let me stay with Acts. Let's finish there. And we'll go David. Talk but they you. had all things in common. They had everything in common. This was the apostolic church. The apostolic church had every single thing in common. I'm not saying that they are the church T. Simon is coming from. You can wear the same uniform. Oh, okay. You don't get it. T. Simon used to go to Celestia Church of Christ not saying anything is wrong with it i'm just saying with abby with abby abby solar so it's the same uniform but you can wear the same uniform and have different heart yeah but these guys have the same and they had all things in common i i i'm just thinking what well, how would tpt or message put that let's let's try all TPT, all the believers were one in mind and heart. Is it possible for everybody to be one in mind and heart without having a common vision? It's not possible. If this is just, oh, we're just waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, everybody, and the, the most divided religion is Christianity because everybody hears God. So it's very difficult. So A says, no, 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 God. I, I've seen that even in our little church before. Like a church of 100 people, 150. Welfare committee, I told you, Pastor Mark, you know. Imagine two people are going to be in this welfare committee and God gave two of them different names at the same time for the welfare committee. So God told A, it's going to be called welfare is good. B heard good welfare. God does that in a church. Like, how does this work? So we have to dictate, who is not hearing God among you? So, and guess what? That was the end of the welfare committee. Huh? <laughs> they said Allah was speaking to what? Makes sense. That makes sense, actually. And guess what? The committee just didn't happen. Because nobody's going to give in. Like, no, nah, I, I don't like when. But she said it's God. Yeah, but I heard God. They were of one mind. Uh -huh. Talk to me, Pastor. Selfishness uh, was, selfishness uh, was not a part of their community. The believer's community was, so look at what Jesus, what God did. I need you to pick the sense in this. God wants to take the world. Come Nini, come Joanna, come Annabelle. This here is our God. That's where I started from on Tuesday. Intends to take the world. How will he gel the heart of the three of them together? Because God understood or knew that if I get three of them to look alike, even though their body does not look alike, but the control system behind the body, if it can think 
alike, they will begin to look alike. And God's takeover system was getting this few to begin to look alike. They did not even recognize Jesus. That's why it took a fisherman and a tax collector, one end to the other. The fisherman ate the tax collector. The, tax, the fisherman is rough. The tax collector comes from the lineage of the Levites. It's calculative. It doesn't play with risk. His life is not risk. It plays in numbers. He already knows how many people are in this city. And how, and how many, what is the income going to be? But you see the fisherman. He goes fishing. He doesn't know how many fish is in the ocean. It's just open. A taxman is not open. He already knows your address. He knows your income. There cannot be two contrast world than putting a fisherman and a tax collector in one community. But he had to spend three and a half years with them to gel their way of thought because it will take a community to take a nation. God's answer to a decaying community, a decaying nation is a community. You didn't hear me. Not the church, unless if the church is a community. If the church is a worship center, people give tithe and offering and go home, they cannot take a nation. So what is God's response to a decaying world? What was it? So how do I know that? In the beginning, it created a community, one man. But it said there have to be a community. It will take two people to form a community. So it said it is not good that man will be alone. It cannot practice. You see, that's a problem with Eve. Man cannot practice his faith by himself. He has to gel with somebody. So if two of you shall agree, because... I will need two of you to agree on something in order to push forward an agenda. Can two work together except they agree? So what God will constantly do among you when he wants to move you to the next level. He knows people who have heard this teaching, but their heart is not in agreement. He removes them so that you can take the world because if you are not in one mind, you can't. So, God's response to the earth was it took it, it built a community. What was the name of the community that God built? What was the name of the first community? It is called family. Family is a community. It's not just father, son, and daughter. Asians realize that Africans got stupid. It is not a control ground where there is an older man and then there are kids who are stupid. He doesn't know what he's doing. I'm the father. No, no, no. He will teach his children how to obey me. This is going to be the covenant between him and Abraham. It is a community of replacement of strength. 
it is not a military command space. That's how we were raised. We were raised on military command. No, sir. It is family. The first associate that God created for Adam, the man, is Eve, the helper. Not Eve, the subject. Okay, so anyway, God wants them to be together. He spent three and a half years with them so that they can become this one man. I'm not talking about pity now. So that if three of them believes a negative thing, it can become one negative thing. And if it becomes one, even when it is bad, it will overcome good sometimes. They were building the Tower of Babel. Can we go to the tower? They were building the Tower of Babel. This was a skyscraper. Not even in 1920. Not even in 1220. It was an age that our mind cannot comprehend. But they were able to build. They were going all the way to heaven. But they were able to build because God told us why. Let's, let's see. Now, the whole earth had one language. They had one. How many languages? One language. You see why countries like Nigeria will have big problem. I don't know who is going to fix that place. But anyway. Have like 250 languages to start with. The, the only way, the only way intercultural marriage can work is faith. Meaning, it can't be Jamaican language and Hebrew language. If you don't have one language upon which you unify, if you go marry someone outside of your tribe, you're going to fail. Because there's no language understanding. So, but it can work because you only have Bible language. If you take the Bible language out, you better marry someone from your village. Because there are things you cannot say in English. Except if your village is English village or village of English. Like you are white, right? So the language you must be speaking there better be one language and that's not love that's word because there's no love without word nobody in the world can define love apart from R. Kelly he sang a lot about it nobody can define love except the one who the bible says is love so if it is not the word you better be speaking your language together every day. That's just a side note. Talk to me. Now, the whole world had one language and a common speech. Wait. The fact that you have one language does not mean you have common speech. There are two different things, right? They had one language and they had one speech. 
So when they sit in church, they know what Peter is saying is nation taken. They don't say, well, in this church we should talk about salvation of souls. No, they had one speech. You know what speech is? I'm giving a speech now, right? Imagine everybody comes up and it's one speech. There's nothing like, well, you know, this morning God spoke to me. No, it's just repetition of the one speech. Uh-huh. As people moved eastward, uh-huh. they found a plain in China and settled there. Yep. They said to each other, come, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They could invite themselves because nobody would say, what does come mean? In Igbo is beer. In Yoruba is war. What language again? Huh? Shona. In Zimbabwe language. Huh? Braha in Ghana. Jamaica. Jamaica. What is it in Jamaica? Huh? Huh? Jamaica one looks like war. Come here. Everything is war in Jamaica. Kigali. Huh? Do you know your language at all? What is come? Jaka. Yaka. Spanish. Huh? Ben. Ben. Okay. See, just, just on this side alone, there's about 10 different meaning or speech of come. But the word was not that then. No wonder when Jesus is revealed, the teaching ministry will no longer be needed. Because it's one language. He said, in that day, I will write my law in their heart. No one will have to teach his neighbor, fear the Lord. For they will know, because they will hear one language, it will all be one voice and one speech. So when they hear come, they already know to where. But let's go on tonight. They used brick instead of stone. So that alone is a long topic by itself. They used bricks instead of stone. Uh Uh-huh. And tar instead of mortar. Yeah. Then they said, come, let us build ourselves a city. Do you, do, do, do you remember the last time we heard come let us? Before this scripture? The only time you heard come let us was the formation of man of the earth. I'm coming somewhere tonight. So the next time man is going to do what is impossible... They are to go back into come, let us. We have to be many, but we have to be one. Anytime God is about to create something, it will, number one, if it is God creating it, it will be unusual. Number two, it will take many, but as working as one. So you can imagine that politicians cannot fix this world. Because it's many speech. That's why God did not want the rulership of Saul. 
it has to be the rulership of David, the Christ. Because it is one. It is not many, but he had 400 warriors. But those warriors had to be broke to come. No, you didn't hear me. There can't be a rich man among them. Because that would be two people. It is David the anointed or nobody else. And that's how they enforce the rulership of God over the nation. Even the nation that is owned by God. A nation that is owned by God can be ruled by devils. Israel. Talk to me. We're still going back to heart. Come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens. Yeah. So that we may make a name for ourselves. These guys don't know what the heavens is. They have no clue. What they were saying is, let us do the impossible. Let us do what nobody has ever done before. But in order for this to happen, there has to be an invitation. So God had to create a group of people in order for there to be unity. You cannot unify with yourself. You unify with one another. No wonder Jesus' prayer in John 17 was centered around unity. This is what I pray. That they may be one as we are one. Because when they are one as we are one, I do not have prayer request. I have will request. No, you didn't hear what I just said. There are two different things. There is a will request and there is prayer request. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your will be done. I'm requesting for your will. I'm not asking for what I want. That's prayer request. What I want is prayer request. So when I'm in the thick of problems, I'm asking God, Lord, give me this answer to solve this problem. God says, ah, your will and mine has not become unified. I need it to become one so that you work in my will. What is trial? Trial is test. This has changed, guys. I'm surprised you can't hear me. One of the speakers may not be functioning. It's changed. So will, the will of the Father is what a believer requests, not the other way around. Okay, go on, sir. So that we may make a name for ourselves. Uh Otherwise, we will be scattered over the face of the whole earth. The, the, The will of the Father is that they should be scattered. You, you remember that? Let us create man in our own image. After our own likeness. Then he gave them the dominion mandate. Subdue the earth. Fill it. And all those stuff, right? That's God's will. But they said, no, we will go contrary to the will. And they were succeeding. Talk to me. But the Lord came down to see the city. This is the interesting part. We thought they were building a tower. They had already built a city. And this city was the technology to build their tower. The Lord came down like he will come in the cool of the day to see the city. Talk to me. 
the tower, the people were building. So it was two things. They built a city. And because they built a city, they can build a tower. Uh-huh. So the man who wants to reach the heaven and finance builds a city first with people, unifies them through the law and verdicts so that he can be on the top of the tower. That's what he's working all his life for. But don't forget God will have an alternative in these three. No wonder the Bible calls the Trinity three in one. Do you know the mystery of the Trinity? It is three, but it's one. Appeared in the three dimension of men as one, but yet it's three. God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. One God, but three manifestations. But it has to be one. So one is still the most powerful number. But ten is the highest number. It's mysterious. Talk to me. The Lord said, if as one people speak in the same language, they have begun to do this, uh, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Did you hear what God said? It doesn't matter how smart you are. If you don't have many people in one, you will not make anything. So you can keep being the most perfect person you, all you like. Read it again. This is God's opinion of them. This is God thinking. This is God. Listen to what God says again. Read it again, Pastor, please. The Lord said, when If God came down and saw the city, this was his conclusion. The Lord said, If as one people speaking, There is no one people. There is only one person. It will be a bad English, right? One peoples. No, it is according to grammar, it is one person. But according to the heavens language, when their heart becomes one, it is one people. They are many, but they are one. If as one people, uh huh, speaking the same language, so they are first one people, they speak the same language, uh huh, and have begun to do this. And they've started to do something. What will stop them? I, God? No, sir. Talk to me. What, what will stop them? Then nothing they plan to do. Listen, even if what they plan to do is against the will of God. This is God's word. Then nothing that they've planned to do uh -huh, will be impossible for them. There is nothing they plan to do that will be impossible. Nothing. So, again, what will Jesus have to do? He walked around with 12 disciples day and night in their house, teaching, teaching them day and night how to become, thank you. Thank you. I'm surprised you guys could not hear it though. That they became one person or one people, pardon me. Thomas and Peter, John, and Bartholomew, all of them, it took three years of Jesus gelling them together. 
Because Jesus cannot just agree with himself. It's not him. It is tested in Peter. So he said, if they have agreed as one people, nothing will be impossible for them. So if there is still anything impossible for us, it's because we are not one. It's not because there's no money. And so why do we intensify prayer? God, edit out of us. You cannot be many people in one church. It has to be one people's church. Otherwise, it won't take the nation. Please don't forget this. God's response to a decaying community is a community. But God does not start with 10,000. He picked two people. One actually. From one, he made one sow the seed for the other. He removed his ribs. He removed his bone as the seed for the creation of the person with whom he will agree. Because two of them need to agree. And the day Adam and Eve agreed, God's plan was disturbed in court, was destabilized because these two have agreed. So I realized as a church, our seed is to look for people we will agree with. So it is not the person who's, who you brought in by your seed that will tell you what to do. Bro, I brought you here to agree. Hmm. With what God already told me. Not for you to tell me what is right or wrong. My seed brought you. You see why pastors change? They, they, they're thinking, what is David thinking? What is David thinking? What is David thinking? All of a sudden, like Eve, they go to eat the fruit with David. They agree with David, not knowing that David is speaking to the serpent. Let's finish this. Come, let us go down and confuse their language. So God's response was to confuse their language. I thought God would just send a thunder. It, it looks like God can send one thunder and just scatter the whole estate. If God could have done that, would he not have protected the Jewish nation from Hitler? The problem then was, the, the German nation and Hitler's soldiers were so taught to unify more than the Jewish nation. So their unity beat hands down the people of covenant. It's not their money. It's not their fame. It's their oneness. And they marched to war and almost took over the whole world. Because they were one people. And God had to look for another arrangement in order to save the seed of Abraham. But in the middle of their trials, they became unified. Trials unified. I know some of you that if God had blessed you with millions like you wanted him to or like you thought the deal was coming through, 
you'll just be strolling in blessing people. So what's your problem? I'll bless you, I'll bless you, I'll bless you. You will send me a text and say, I can't make it to church for the next 99 Sundays. Because we're just we're fulfilling mission. But check your account. Fool. You can't hear the word. But that's not the kind of church God is looking for. Because it will take more than money to save the world right now. Because all the money is already here. It will take a people. Not money. COD, what God wants to do with you is to unify. There is no melting together without fire. Melt things together with fire. No way. Even the rice you want to eat, jollof rice, you need fire in order to blend all the ingredients. When all the ingredients witness it, intense, they merge. Because they'll come to a point where they say, oh boy, we cannot continue to stay together, I mean stay apart in this fire. Otherwise, without fire, you can mix ingredients and they can be there. Try and eat rice white, bland. Without mixture, it's just there. Even though it went through fire. The essence of fire is that you must be there with Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego in order to blend together. And if you enter fire with those three, even if you are bound with the chains of Nebuchadnezzar, the chains will break and the one man will show up because you've been unified by fire. These three were the rice with the ingredient being parboiled and boiled together, cooked together, roasted together because God wants us roasted together. He doesn't, he doesn't want you to be a special rice by yourself. He doesn't want it. Rice is good but tasteless without other ingredients mixed with it and go through the process of fire that blends you together that is the stage and state that spark nation is in now god has set you up from nebuchadnezzar fire so that you can be united one people the one people that he showed us in the tower of babel had been journeying there is a story that blended them together our idea of church was different. It's just people springing up from all areas. And they fulfill. They say that they, it, imagine faith work, spiritual work as basic duties. How? Basic duties. I've given my time. That's my basic. How can you be spiritual and be basic at the same time? As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. I don't care about tithe. I care about what he tells me to give now. I don't care about tithe or offering. So he blended them through fire. He did the mixture. The mystery of salt is not the saltiness. 
is the fact that it blends food together and makes it make sense. And the best place, the best mixture of salt is on fire. I appreciate the fact that you can put salt in your food afterwards. I appreciate that. But it's better cook with food. It melts in the water. Sorry, it melts in water. The power of salt is his ability to melt, dissolve, and change the taste of something without showing. So at the end of the day, the rice and the salt is one. You don't say, I'm eating rice and eating salt. Anyone does that? Like you taste some rice and you put some salt? Anyone does that in Congo? You do that, David. He does that? Really? Do you? So this is salt. This is pepper. This is rice. No, no, this is not rice. This is tomato. The whole point of it is the rice. I don't care about the salt. I don't care about the pepper. And I don't care about the tomatoes. It is rice that I want to eat. But they were all of one mind. Because the salt and pepper. Anyone met salt and pepper in this world? No? Wow. Reverend, you know salt and pepper. Listen to this now. You, listen, listen to the word. You, you know that for the end result to be perfect, let's say jollof rice is your hand, you know you need the salt, you need the pepper, and you need the tomatoes. But really, those are not your care. Your end result is the rice one on the table. But there are ingredients. No wonder two things in scriptures. When the Bible talks about the gift of the spirit. It said that they are for the body. So it is not the working of miracles that is important. It is not the gift of faith. It is not the gift of healing. What is important is the body. But these are the ingredients of the body. And the church already failed. If there is so, she has the gift of healing. She has the gift of working miracles. And she has the gift of faith. If these three guys are not melted together, even though when she sings, when Nini sings, we say, wow. You know, the uninitiated will say, wow, I just... For me, I prefer Nini's worship. You are destabilized. It is not the tomatoes. It is the body. So I don't care how powerful Nini's worship is. If she's not been melted by fire with the salt and the pepper, 
even though she's a great tomato, it still means nothing. Because the man who is the rice will not be able to minister with grace because she's just a talented singer. When the rice is true, there will be no mention of the... Do you eat rice? Those of you who are not experts, cool. Do you eat rice and say, I wonder the portion of tomato you put into this? No, you taste it and you love the taste. You don't say, wow, tomatoes, oh wow, tomatoes. This is the issue now. You see these three? There has to be someone that mixes them in the right proportion. I'm coming to David soon. So you cannot overuse salt, even though salt is good. But you cannot just take the rice and pour three gallons of salt and say, you know what? Salt is awesome. Then you pack three gallons and pour it on one can of rice. You cannot also take tomatoes and pour it and say, look, <laughs> rice and tomato work well. Even, so I have fire ready. And then you pour like 100 tomato cans. Say, I just like it red. <laughs> you spoil the whole taste. So, let me come to David shortly. So you see, David's ministry as the shepherd is to mix all these ingredients. The mixture of all of this. So let's assume tomato has mouth to speak. That fits you so well. Tomatoes with your complexion, that's very interesting. The Holy Spirit has a sense of humor. This should have been tomatoes. But you see, God sees differently than man. So, what is David's work? What does David do for a living? I will raise them a shepherd after my heart. David would only have one thing is after. God's heart. It has to be his heart. I've never seen anything mixed together without turmoil. Try your blender. But buy a gentle blender. Buy a blender that doesn't make noise. It just goes... Why is it making noise? It's mixing something. It's trying to make two impossible ingredients. 
become one. So you have the onion and you have the tomatoes. These two don't care about each other. These two, how do you know they don't care about each other? They didn't grow together. So they were not from the same family. But for the purpose of rice, I'm so sorry. Even though you didn't come from the same root, you have to become one. I'm not Jade's family because I'm, um, what's your name, Ogini? Uh-huh, son name, Ogini. I don't have to be Ogini. The issue is this. We were blended together for purpose. And the blade that blends don't care if I bleed. Your family, your first family is Park Nation or so. Then your family is power base. Pastor Dami's name is not Ogini. But you can call her father. Do you call her father? Him father or whatever. Dad, yeah, whatever. He said, Dad. That's dumb you. Wow. You came when you were young, though. You remember when you used to be young? So, but they have different surnames. They didn't know each other. But, what is going to make him your dad really? It's not church. It's the blade that cuts you and makes you. The trials. So imagine the tomato and the onion. You, you, they do tomato and onion in blender, right? Imagine the tomato and the onion saying, Why? <laughs> Why am I going through this stress? It is to blend you with the tomato. It is not to teach you a lesson. Do you know how many believers I know in my life that have been going through trials for the last 50 years of their life? She's 70 now. She says, I'm just going through a lot of trial. You know why? You are not blending with anything you are just onion in the blender by yourself you didn't end up with any rice so you are this woman prophetic by yourself just going through stuff by yourself so the problem is alex here I love those reactions, but I'm really in the thick of the word, you know, so you can play it away. It's fine. Alex here, let's say he's a good, great man, but you see, it doesn't blend here. Especially if they are from the same root. And God has a purpose 
if she, it doesn't blend, God might be teaching him a lesson. And every week, it's going to come out and say, you know what, guys? What God is teaching me right now is so deep, man. I'm learning through my trials. No. You've got to blend. You become onion. Even though you were not onion crop. Smell a tomato mixed with onion. You will not know what it's smelling. It smells onion and it smells tomato. <laughs> Let me tell you. You see Moses. He was born Israelite. But he became Egyptian. Then he went to the house of Jethro. So when they saw him. They said, we saw an Egyptian today. When Egyptians see him, they say, we see an Israelite. 40 years, a whole generation blended Moses so much so that you don't really know who this guy is. Is he British or Nigerian? Is he Ghanaian or Nigerian? Because we don't know who this guy is. He smells onion. He smells tomato. He has been blended through the razor. He had become one man. I'm coming to David. Look, all I'm just telling you so far is introduction to David. I told you, David, you will not know when he begins to talk like Christ. And you will not know when he's gone back to David. It was so blended that you don't know the difference. Do you know that's where God is trying to get you to? So in the theology, I said, did you study theology? I said, well, but I can tell you about the theology of Jollof rice. In the theology of Jollof rice, all the ingredient all serve the purpose of the rice so title this message or love rice if you want in the theology of it it is listen to this i beseech you therefore brethren that you present your body a living sacrifice these sacrifices are prepared they are not thrown out so when God said take the 72k gift and give it to the ministry you see everything that led to that moment of the 72k was the onion but you see I don't need to tell the story of how I bought the onion and now I uprooted the tomato and blended it. No, no, no. They are all summed up in one item. The end game of everything she's gone through or have gone through is in that one sacrifice. So my giving, therefore, it is not without pain or trial because that's the blending. But what God is interested in is the giving that I gave him. Forget about the blending. He knows it blended trials and affliction and made it into food. 
you hear what I just said? He blended trials and affliction and made it into a food only and acceptable, which is your reasonable spiritual sacrifice. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, that you offer your bodies a living sacrifice only set apart because of the process. This is just introduction. So you know when you read a book and you say, I want to do an introduction today. I'm trying to write a, what do you call the things you read before, the prefixes. Just before the sermon. What's the time now? Uh, maybe we'll get to the book tomorrow. So now, The story of David. No, not yet, not yet. I still have one or two things. So anyway, that's onion there. All these people here. Now, honestly, call them names like tomatoes or onions and stuff. These are seeds. These are crops. You see, the problem with Cain's offering. It's not blended. No, 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 no. So, Abel offered a sacrifice. Lamb. Blood it is. You see that lamb had eaten everything. And the process of whatever is eaten is the blood and the life. So there's another name you can call juice. It's like blood. It's, it's, it's liquid. That's juice. Orange juice. Um, pineapple juice. It's gone through the pro process of blending. You don't go through any process without being blended. The spilling of blood is God's juice. That's in the Bible, by the way. It's a drink offering. So Paul will later say, even if I'm offered up as a drink offering, it's a drink offering. It was the crop of the earth, but now blended, it becomes liquid. So the other guy brought the fruit, the produce of the earth, but couldn't be bothered with blending it. So this guy is a guy that stands alone. How do you know, Pastor? So God told him, where is your unifier? Where is your brother? And we know what is in his eyes. He said, I'm not his keeper. I don't unify with anyone. I don't blend with anyone. I'm just by myself. This is me. Did I bring your offering or not? God said, yes. So what's your problem? Why did you accept my brother's offering than mine? He said, because it is not the offering I'm looking for. It's the brotherhood. And I just want to let you know why I didn't accept it. Where is your brother? But you've made another mistake. You've given me another juice. You've spilled his blood, thinking that you've killed him. But he avails much for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because wherever there is blood, there is sacrifice for sin. Because that's blended. Why did God allow Abel to die a painful death? 
from the end of his brother to his blood being shed because it is proverbial that Jesus' brothers would shed his blood because they are not unifiers. Those Bible people, they are not unifiers. Bible divides people more than it unifies them. Then you don't know the Bible. Hey, come on, man. This is supposed to bring us together, not divide us. <laughs> what does, look, imagine, imagine this. You know you buy an onion and it's funny shaped. One is deep inside the other. It, it looks lumpy. Please, in the blender. Imagine the tomato says, oh, look how fresh I am. And this guy is fresh though. Says, look how fresh I am. So you want to bring that onion that is lumpy. Anyhow, boy. You just want to bring it to me. Says, I don't mind blending. I don't mind blending. But not this kind of onion. What does the blender care about the shape? I beseech you, therefore, brethren, that you present your shape to the blender. Only an acceptable which is your reasonable spiritual sacrifice. Let me tell you something. When we're going to get into David for 30 minutes, these five can take the world. So what would, be, what would they have to do? They have to blend. But there's only one thing that can blend them. Come on, go and come on, trial. So none of the disciples said anything that he owned was his. Because they started by owning nothing. So his victory is not his. Because they all fought for that victory. So the tomato can't say, I made this rice. The onion cannot say, I, <laughs> I made you. It is the coming together. And the adjoining point was the fire. What is God's destination for your unity? Fire. Then what is our definition of success then? A food that it can heat. Our definition of success is not how big our church is. It must be a food it can eat. If it cannot eat it, it's not successful. It must be only unacceptable. There are foods you will not accept. Holy, acceptable, which is your which is your reasonable spiritual sacrifice. Did you finish act introduction to David? And I think Thursday and Friday I will only be able to do the introduction. Let's finish act because we didn't finish the other one as well. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all uh -huh. that there were no needy persons among them. So, the test of if we're growing is are there needy people? So, how did the world become like this? So, some people will have 10 billion and some will have no food. 
the restoration of that is the apostolic church the apostolic church is the only one that can balance that equation out do you understand that that's why god is trying to raise you as a nation because it will take that so the apostolic movement don't forget this started with 12 they became 120 people they were the, they were like the useless people of the earth because they were looking at them and saying what sect is this it's good to see you from nigeria god bless you sir yes please oh no man it's good to see you amazing man amazing so they looked at them as a sect this is a sect of people but what God was looking for in them is their blending now. So, there was no needy among them. The new nation that God wants to build, there will be no needy there. But this is where it starts from, a sect. The same belief, the same look. And don't be deceived, the look is not clothes. I just told you, you can wear the same clothes, but with two different hearts. It can't be too different. Talk to me. For from time to time, those who owned land, this is not a particular time of the year, from time to time. <laughs> those who own possessions, uh -huh. or houses sold them, uh -huh. brought the money from the sales, uh -huh. and put it at the apostles' feet. Uh -huh. And it was distributed to anyone who had need. They built a church with that? No, sir. You're not talking to me. No, no. sir. Uh, they built a big, gigantic, nothing wrong with building buildings if it's time for it. But did they build a church with that? A church building? No, they did the most silly thing. Like, where is all this money going? They distributed amongst they built an economy they distributed amongst themselves they started to scale up economy by those who have so that everyone has no need but look at this that means a guy owns a land why did he buy it because he thinks he needs it talk to me so now it becomes needy to meet needs. Land is future investment, right? And all those stuff. But let me tell you something. This is an apostolic church and I'm speaking to the soldiers tonight. So this is not Sunday service. This is our economy. Those who have extra or what they think they need but they don't need will balance up every other person so that if a typical person gets into an EDC center tonight, a trap house, what they see is wealth. You don't have to be the one that owns a 10 million pound house, but you live there. Something somewhere is balancing something out. But let's forget that tonight. Because that's a major key in the life of David as well. Don't forget, remind me of that when we get to David. I need to get to David tonight though. 
So they brought it to the apostles' feet. Da, 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 da. So that was the apostolic style of giving. It's in the Bible, guys. So when people attack that, it's, it's there. It's not like in an extra Bible. It's there. It was in tithe. Do you know the apostolic church didn't mention tithe once? I'm just saying. That's not against that. I'm just saying it's not there. It's not in the apostolic church. There was a sporadic but consistent style of giving. From time to time, it was too much. But they were only doing that because they see the economy that was being built. The moment you don't see the life being built in spark, then believe whatever social media has to say. But if I can see lives, <laughs> lives, because that's what the apostolic church did with the giving. Not buildings. Buildings is security for a legacy. You are afraid of something. Peter didn't build St. Peter's Basilica. He believed so much that his legacy of what we build him that. It won't be necessary for him. It's simple. It is, listen, it is people. You heard me. I've seen your centers. You, COD has spread to Birmingham. Listen, that's a grace. Birmingham, Leicester, huh? Kent, Northampton, Essex, what? Arfoshire. Meanwhile, come. Meanwhile, what this guy would have been doing is having youth revival in Oaken Road every Tuesday and doing church. Oh, they said they will be shouting bracha. <laughs> You'll be chasing demons that are not there. Out and you see, when you start chasing demons out, they have a way of playing with you. You start running after them. By the time you're through, you are sweating. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Then the problem is, those, you're saying thank you, Jesus, you're sweating, you look like you've done something. You say, God's general, general, general. But the problem is the next day, the demon comes back again. Then you start chasing it. Three days, you focus on this guy until you see her in another church and the demon is warming another pastor up. God's commission was not go to Oak and Road, do youth revival and play drums and then let us feel like. No, subdue the earth. Go to Leicester. Take it. Balance out financially. Anyhow is a how. If it, if it legally now. If it has to do with human lives. So as we're speaking tonight, people are watching from, the, from all those centers, right? Including Highland. And you took your seed, put it in the lady in Highland, I forgot her name now, Maggie, and she was able to put a program of 1,000 young people. That is subdued the earth. That's subdued the earth, guys. I said, when I'm going to Ireland next year, it's not going to be like, oh, Gio is coming. 
I'm just coming to fellowship to see the work that the work produced that produced another work. Oh, so when are you going to have a building? No. We already have in 17 locations here. You, ambassadors of a family, an ideology that is uncommon to church, carrying that by blending with others, fearlessly taking territories. That is the building God is looking for. Yes, you said it the other day, and let me emphasize this. Heaven is never a location. Everyone's move wherever there is an offering that God can eat from now. And it shall be like the days of heaven on earth. Can you look for that scripture for me? It's not a place. It's an ideology of the gathering of a certain set of people. Have you had people in your life and you say this is hell? I'm asking you. As a, you didn't go hell where fire is blending because it is the blending fire, the proverbial hell is the blend of people with the same character. You don't understand why, why it is fire. So what makes your character pure on earth is trial, fire. So God purifies you. Malachi chapter 3. And I'll purify him as a man purifies gold, right? I will sit upon the house of the Levi. And I'll purify him as a man purifies gold. Is that correct, guys? Talk to me. Yes, sir. So it will purify them here so that they are not blended with the wrong people in hell. Okay. It's still fire. Yes, sir. But they didn't, they didn't endure that fire here. They escaped it. Yes, sir. Through sin. But they will blend with it. By force now. You are going to read a scripture. Talk to me. Therefore, Therefore, you shall lay up these words of mine. You shall lay up this word of mine. Where? In your heart. Because the heart has to be one. So what controls the heart is this word. I love the matter of entrance and I'll get there. Because Paul will later say for you, notice the, our manner of entrance. Look for that scripture for me quickly now. I'm rushing for time now. Therefore, you shall lay up these words of mine. Lay it up. Lay. Yes, sir. Lay upon layer. You lay up the word. You, 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 you store it up. You, you, why are you storing it up? So that it can become a combustion. It will explode into fire and it will burn you. So that you will not be burnt. The reason why the word comes at this frequency is for... When Joseph, they said that he was in fetters and chains until the word tried him. When the word tried him, the king called for him into a higher class. So you lay up this word of mine in your heart. You lay it up. You don't let go of it because you're going through trial. Because it's supposed to be inconvenienced. Oh my God. Ezekiel said, when I ate the scroll... He said it was first sweet in my mouth, but it became bit bitter in my stomach. The word. So when you hear it tonight, is it sweet? You say, "Whoa!" And all of a sudden, when it gets to the place of blending, it becomes bitter. 
So much so that if you are not trained in the word of life, you will train up and your eyes will begin to see double. When the word becomes bitter in your stomach, a blending is going on in your stomach. The power of God is mixing something up. So when you heard the word of faith about your finance and it entered you, the entrance of your word gives light. Our manner of entrance was not good. It was not pleasant. But we entered. What? what, what? Do you have that scripture? Talk to me, sweetheart. For yourselves, brethren, know our entrance in unto you. Uh-huh. That it was not in vain. That our entrance was not in vain. It was the kicking down of a door sometimes. Uh-huh. But even after that, we had suffered before. Uh-huh. We suffered before. The, the, the suffering was the blending. So that we can enter. So when we're speaking, we're not talking about church and about some stories in the Bible. Our ends have handled this. There was a bitter word in our stomach. You know, the bitterness is when you are saying, God, why? Because you have the word. You have answers to everything. But the word has entered your stomach and it's bitter. And you know I need that scripture, right? Oh, come on, guys. So when I ate the food, it's fine. That's why Pastor Nikki said, it is not the word that changes us. It is fine. If everything you eat, you vomit straight away, you will be lean. But you received the rice. But the rice did not enter. There was no blending. So divide it into various parts of your body. So she's right. A manner of entrance. That it was not in vain. Your stomach can turn at the word. It can become bitter. Do you have that scripture, Pastor? It doesn't look like you have it. Talk to me. So I went to the angel and asked him to give me the little scroll. Uh He said to me, take it and eat it. It will turn your stomach sour. It will turn your stomach sour. If you eat the word, it will not make your stomach rejoice. It will turn it sour. You blend the tomato and the onion. Look, they they are so caught and wounded. Talk to me. It will turn your stomach sour, Uh but in your mouth, it will be as sweet as honey. Did you hear that? So, Pastor Sam, thank you for speaking that sweet word. It comes from a sour stomach. When someone says, Pastor, I love the, the word, the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. It is sweet in my mouth, but it's from a sour stom- stomach. So it's sweet and sour. It means it was blended. There's a master chef who understands how to make sweet and sour. Those are two things that don't mix, but the master chef understands. <laughs> What's an opposite? The composition of life. 
good and bad. May you not have prosperity without poverty. Sweet and sour. Mixed as a food. So you can imagine, you're asking the, 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 the Chinese guy, I want sweet and sour. It's like, why don't you just do sweet? Why sour? Talk to me, pastor. I took the little scroll. But you know what he, he gave him? He gave him the scroll, the word. He said, eat it. Don't listen. Don't look at it and memorize it. Eat. He didn't say memorize it. That's what voodoo people do. I see this guy quoting. It just makes you a babalao. Doesn't mean anything. You're chanting, exactly. You're chanting. It's chanting. It's chanting. There's no big deal. Don't, don't try to impress me by your ability to chant. I said, do you know what is in John chapter 3 verse? He said, I said, my memory is not that sharp. <laughs> because that one, a drunkard can quote it. Because of blah, blah, blah. What does that mean to you? You're just chanting. You know why I know many scriptures? Because I've eaten it for a long time. It's not memorization or memo, memo. What does Pastor Mark use? The memorization or memorizing. It's not memorial. Listen, you don't win in scripture by memorizing it. You must know it. I told you how long I stayed with for this cause. I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is named, that will grant me according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in my inner man, that Christ may dwell in my heart through faith, that I, Toby, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length, the breadth, the depth, the height, to know the love of Christ, which passes all knowledge. Now to him, who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I can ever think or ask for, to him be glory in the church. This is not memorization. This is looking and eating it to a point where I could not forget it. That's the word. That is what it means by eat it, lay it up. So for years I didn't understand what this scripture means. But you know what? The more my stomach goes sour, the more I can speak the word. God, don't leave my stomach on steel. And it knows what steers you. Some of you get angry when you don't have money. And God is looking and saying, if it is based on you having received the word, I love it. The Bible says when he was talking about the sower, he said, and the tempter came because of the word. You know that three parables. How did he put it now? Remind me, guys. He said, hey, thank you. He said, and persecution arose. Why? Because of the word. Not because they don't know the word. There can't be persecution. Look, persecution, you are protected from persecution at the stage when you don't know the word. If you don't know the word, there's no persecution. Churches don't know the word. They say it. They chant. 
chant the word. If the word has entered you, it must be tested. I told you on Tuesday, and Jesus was taken to the wilderness. He was sent there by the Holy Spirit to be tempted by the devil. He has to prove what he says he knows. The grace over him must be tested. Otherwise, there is no grace. Where is the best place to test the grace of your prosperity and your ingenuity? When there is nothing and no way out. That's when you stand. What did you do? Oh, I don't know what's going on with all this. What's going on with my life? What's going on with my life? <laughs> no, it doesn't work that way. If you've received the word. The entrance of the word. Okay, I've piled up scripture. Let me just sort two out. Still an introduction to David. Introduction to David might take us two weeks, man. Huh? But the introduction is interesting, right? It will begin to make sense when we get to David. Then you will see all this rise and steel and da 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 that I'm talking about. You'll see why. Talk to me. Let's clear out the, 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 the pile up of scriptures that we have. Sit Therefore, down, onion. Sit down, tomato, pepper, rice. Sit down for a minute. <laughs> Sit down, meat and fish. <laughs> because you live with PK. Bread. Oh, that's prophetic. Bread and fish, you know. That was very random. I didn't think of him as that. I even forgot his bread. I, I thought his HSBC. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Talk to Therefore, you shall lay up these words of mine uh -huh. in your heart and in your soul. Because it needs one people. Yeah. Do, do you remember what we talked about heart and soul before? Yes, and the people were of one heart and one mind, which is the soul. So you will lay up this word in your heart and in your soul because the word will be the controlling force not your sight. Did you hear what I just said? Yes, sir. If your sight controls you, you will behave differently than us. So we'll be wondering what's wrong with faith. Faith has no faith. Because our heart, not God forbid, our heart and soul does not, is not laying up a word. Because if we lay up the same word, we will behave the same way. Nobody's given will be higher than the other because it's the same what they were responding to. Talk to me. And bind them as bind, a sign. Bind them, make them one. The process of binding is to make things not to lose. You know when you bind, let me use uh, money. You bind it so that it's not scattered. So it is one with the, with the rubber band. It keeps them together. And bind them as a sign on your hand. Uh -huh. And they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. They will be as what? Frontlets uh -huh. between your eyes. Uh -huh. You shall teach them. They will control your eyes because they will be in your hands. 
So all you see is the word. Nothing else. No fight. I need to. This is the situation God is calling us to now. This is the maturity wherein he's calling us for nation. I want you to hear me very well. There will be front led between your eyes so that your eyes is not seeing many things. So you see mission. You see focus. So if I turn to Karima and say, Karima, go to Syria alone and be president. Karima don't text me saying, I don't have money. She just goes there and be president. Now, what, what would happen is there will be many words. She's received all the words she needs. That is her capital. And she's going to do that at some point, right? You don't go there. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't go there and be leader of education. Parambulating. No, no, no. Go there. You have two weeks, come back, fill up, go. You have one week, come back. You don't get there and say, ah, I've got some other things to do. No. Because that means the front leg has left your eyes. You're seeing many things. And you can even see possibilities. It could be possibilities. Wow, this one is so good. No, no, no. You've got to see the word. You don't see age. Are you listening to me, sister? You don't see age. Ah, now I'm 99. You see the word. The word is what tells people their age. Not the time of man. Because there's an age called fulfillment. It's simple. Fulfillment is age. If he just leaves that text and listens to the word. Okay. Talk to me. You shall teach them to your children. You will teach them to your children. You will teach the word that you've seen to your children. Uh -huh. I want to go to David, man. Do you still have a scripture for me? Okay, finish this. I need this to end. You shall teach them to your children. Speaking of them, when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down. Wait. What is he going to speak when he lies down? The word. The word. When he's sleeping? The word. The word. When he's walking by the way. Because that's what unifies him with God. God's word is the revelation of his mind. The word, the word, the word, the word that we're talking about is just revealing what is in his mind. Is his mind. It is not Bible verses. For you search the scripture because you think you find life in there. But these are they that speak of me. The scripture is not be good. Be a good man. The good, the bad, and the ugly mixes them together for its purpose. David was both good and bad. David. I want to enter David tonight. I'm sorry, but God does not choose leaders on integrity. He chooses leaders on purpose. So we choose our leader, God chooses his. David. Saul, Saul did not kill anybody's wife or husband. Saul didn't do that. Saul could not just blend. Samuel had come to reveal the mind of God to Saul. 
told them, this is what God wants you to do there. When God, when you read the resume of David, what do you find there? I found David, the son of Jesse. A man after my heart, he will do everything in my mind. He will do it. I'm not saying he will not do his own mistake. But what is in my mind, he will do it. How can you do what is in Pity's mind, let's say, if you don't know the word of Pity? So David will say, your word have I kept in my heart that I may not sin against you. Please, did he sin or not? Did he commit adultery and kill or not? But what does sin mean in this concept? That I may not go against what you will in your heart because that is sin. Your will be done on earth when you pray. Pray in this manner. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. If along my journey there is poverty there, if it is in your heart, I'm willing to do it. So it is not about me. It is the revelation of your heart to me. I found David, a man after my heart. And David did the first example. When he got to the battlefield, there is the word system fighting. That's Saul's army. People who have taken after Saul. They are God's army too. But Saul will not do what is in the heart of God. The heart of God was not the issue of Saul. That was not the Saul. So God said, destroy all the animals. Why was God asking for complete destruction? To test the heart of the leader. Life and death does not mean anything to God. Test the heart of this leader. And guess what he did? Saul destroyed the hall and brought some back. See, it doesn't make sense to destroy all. God needs offering now. God needs money. God said, I told you to destroy it all. Anyways, the prophet comes and gives Saul the word again. And says, on the third day or so, we will sacrifice. Guess what? Saul waited first day to sacrifice. He got impatient to sacrifice. Someone said, is this, am I not hearing the blaring of sheep, Saul? Did Saul not have sheep before he went to war? The prophetic picked another kind of sheep. This sheep should be dead, not alive. Saul had sheep before he went to war. But the prophetic picked and said, The sound of the sacrifice I'm hearing is not God's sacrifice. Even though you said you want to sacrifice it to God. But anyway, wait for three days. And the first day, Saul waited. The prophet didn't come. The evening of the third, the second day, he said, you know what? I'm going to make this sacrifice to God against God's word. No, you didn't hear me, sir. He's going to sacrifice to God against God's word. And he did. But it was not the mind of God. Giving is important. But there are some given that is not according to God. Ken gave. I don't want to talk about Saul. I want to talk about David. 
So the military school was here, and this is where I think I'll stop tonight. But we didn't finish that scripture. I, I was talking about heaven being a mobile city. But go on, let, let's just finish that. Let me not rush this. When you lie down and when you rise up, uh -huh. and you shall write them on the doorposts of your house. Everywhere that the word can be visible, write them on the doorpost of your house. I'm not talking about those things that we all grew up with. The Lord is the invisible guest at this dinner. That's very spooky. Like, he's here now. He's going he's gonna to eat my rice. Well, it's not going to... So, at least if you're going to eat my rice, just tell me your hair. It's not courtesy to just put your hand in my plate. It's not good. You know, we all, we all agree up with that. And on seeing guests at every meal. I forgot those... And something, something, something. And then there's another guy by the wall. That's Jesus with some stuff looking at you all the time. Even when you're in the toilet, it's like the guy's staring at me, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't want this guy in my bathroom, you know. I, I, I mean, Jesus, I hope this is not you, but if it is you, can you just, just excuse me, please? Because the last time I checked, you said you were knocking on the door, not that you've budged it. I didn't open the door, you just came in, right? Because what, what's going on? <laughs> Religion is something else, man. So there's no Jesus on the wall of this house. I said, I, I, I didn't know he wants to remind himself of his crucifixion through my pictures. So I put fella there. I just love fella because I can I like fella. I like zombie or zombie. I can relate with zombie or zombie. Zombie no go go unless you tell them to go zombie. <laughs> Say Jesus don't like that. I didn't know he meant fella. Because the last time I checked, they were not on head together. But and the last time I checked with Christian, fella would be in hell. Jesus would be in heaven. I didn't know they had the meeting. And Jesus said, I don't like you. I didn't know they met. Stupid. Talk to me, Joe. And you shall write them on the doorpost of your house. And write, on them, write them on the doorpost of your house, meaning make it visible. Leave it. Uh -huh. And on your gates, uh -huh. that your days and the days Wait, of your children. Why did he say they should do all these things, that they may be good Christians, that your days may be what? May be multiplied uh -huh. in the land of which the Lord swore to you. To your fathers to give them. Forget the story. Like, like the days of the heavens above the earth. It's like the days of the heavens on the earth. Heavens came to the earth in the Garden of Eden. That was heaven. There was a sacrifice to be taken there. That was heaven right there. Why? Because of the word. Anywhere God sees that his act will be done. His will, his word. He lives there like heaven on earth. Please, what is the days of heaven above the earth? What is that day? The day of men, listen to this, living like gods, because the earth is the dust from which man was made. But the days of heaven above the earth was when God breathed heaven into Adam and Adam began to behave like God on the earth, he could name all the animals. 
This is the day of heaven on the earth. The earth is man. It then says to you, return the body to the earth, a living sacrifice. It is dead in baptism. Return the body to sow it back to the earth so that the earth will have nothing on you. So that the earth cannot say I own you. Because you came from the earth. And what God said to Adam was to earth you came. What gave you to me, you will go back to it. I said no problem. Therefore I become a living sacrifice. So I've returned your seed to you earth. But in this mind, this body is now dead. So what did God loan to man? God known breath. The word. It was a loan to man. A man messed it up when he listened to the word of Satan. It became Saul's army. The breath of man is alone, guys. Hey, don't take learning this church. You take learning this church. Shut up, man. The breath in you is alone. What you're going to spend it for is the struggle now. So now, God says, I'm being transformed by the renewing of your mind. I want to use the body. And Satan says, I want to use it too. So David was this one man. Life is alone. If it's not alone, it won't say you will give account. This guy is about to smash the chair, you know. Let me start with pastoring. And to obey your leaders as men who will give account. So in the days when you're not mature, your pastor gives account over you. So this is Alicia. My heart must be so clean on how I use her because she's alone. So me at that point in her life and if I use her right, the loan will multiply into the spark nation. You were three people. You've grown to like 2,000. Those that came were loans. That is the human, the breath of God. So how do I increase my capital? I don't go to HSBC to borrow money to build bricks and mortars. I increase my capital by looking at this loan in front of me and recapitalizing. You see, in business, there's capitalization and there's recapitalization. So when this guy came, he came with all the things that he has as capital. Only came to me trying to trade, right? And I look at him and say, okay, this is a loan here. I will recapitalize. So if I woke up to Oni, and say, honey, how are you? Da, da, da. I said, oh, I'm a Christian. Da, da, da. I said, oh, so what do you do? I said, I'm a trader. I said, okay, wait. Then I go to Pique and say, Pique, can I borrow some money from you? I just need 30K. Then he gives it to me. Then I come to this guy who has capitalized. His dad has capitalized the name, sent him to school, paid the school fees. I've just recapitalized him. So the capital that now produced those poles, Boss now has Boss Academy. I was at the football pitch today. I play football with the guys. 
After the football, they called Ladi. They said, come and start a walk with this. Bring everybody in. He said, I have church. I can't come, but we'll see when I can come. They said, okay, that's cool. Come on Monday, we'll start the contract. It is the recapitalization of Oni from Lancaster House that has capitalized the next generation, but it's still alone. Okay, so now you're getting the gist of David. David was neither Christ nor David. So the earth called David was alone from Christ for Christ. Huh? I found a man after my heart. His name is David, the son of Jesse. He will do all that is in my heart. But it's not David, it's Christ. I'm getting excited now. Let me give you scriptures. Or should I, you go start the scripture at home yourself, right? No? They're like, we won't search nothing, just talk. I just want to give you, you know I don't write notes for message, so. So Christ loaned David. Because, are you listening, Trendy? Because for Christ to come, he must unify with something when it comes. Nobody in that realm at that time could bring out what it will unify with. This is too much for you, right? Can two walk together except they agree? So many of the things that Christ will say that it is written of him, David as alone had to come and say it and do it and be in that replica and when Christ comes, it will agree with that which the loan. The prosperity that is about to come to this house. Eyes will never have seen it. This is not going to be church as usual because something went ahead. I want to stop, man. Oh my God, it's 9.50 already. So everything that Christ will come and agree with, nobody could know. Nobody could say. And the Lord said to my Lord, there were two Lords there. And the owner said to my owner, so there was someone in custodian, we thought he's the owner, but the real owner comes. And the, and the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand. Who was saying this, Christ or David? There's a problem here. Was it Christ or David saying this? According to chronology of Bible, it was David. But according to the chronology of Bible, it was Christ. Okay, let's, let's forget about the Lord said to my Lord. You will not suffer your Holy One to see decay. Who? David? David died. The Lord died. But it has to come before the main guy. We're in a building loan tonight. Like this is the hotel room loan. Just using it for some house. But it must come in order to agree with something. Because they must become one. Therefore the two shall become one. And Paul later said, he said, I speak of a mystery deeper than marriage. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
He said, it's more than. So tomorrow night, we're going to dive into David. We're going to see Christ. That I may know him. And the power of his resurrection. But that's not the one that touches me. What touches me is the fellowship of his suffering. Because that's our blending place. You know fellowship. Communion. What binds us together is the fellowship. Malika Tozo Suffering does not make me love him less. It is the fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The fellowship. That's the togetherness. You know when I, the communion, the common union. The come unite of the Holy Ghost. So can the Holy Ghost deliberately lead you into problems? 110. If it wants to come in and blend it. It's preparing a rice. Kaliata. Oh my God. I didn't have time to tell you what speaking in the spirit therefore means. It is one language. Expressing different speeches. It is one language. Malika Bradoza, Malika Tazili, Atuska Bradoza. I don't know what I'm saying, but I'm saying what he is saying. Blending. That is why. That is why. On the day of Pentecost, what happened? There appeared upon them cloven tongue of fire. The blending of humanity with divinity so that they can be one acceptable sacrifice. Fire was the symbol of blending everything together. Otherwise, Peter would be a good man. Rice without ingredients. It blended them with fire. No, but look, listen, guys, we're going to Croydon. I don't care if you have barrier to perform. We're going to Croydon on Saturday. I want all the leaders there. Stop this thing of coming late to what I say. It is BS. We're going there and we're going to blend with the loan of counselorship first. It's a loan. I don't care if Jade wins in Croydon or not. That is not my bother. My bother is an army 400 moves out. And I've just asked for 400. If we want the 1,000 from service on Sunday, we'll get it. But an army moves out, prompt, time, learning and blending to something. Whatever program you've gone to fix for the day, I'm so sorry. Run it, but that's our program for the day. We're going to blend with the political mountain. And we're going to take everything. Everything. We're going to knock on 1,000, 2,000 doors. Everyone will knock on doors. It's a campaign. That's why I was at the football pitch today. I have no business playing football. I was there. All the leaders came two hours after. But that's fine. It's just football. It's fine. But this is campaign now. We're going to blend the fellowship of his suffering. You don't leave Jade on the street. I don't need you to do some mighty announcement. What is announcement? We're talking about people. Is it video that we vote? 
you know people let's just worship man have you been blessed by the word tonight are you sure and the Lord said to my Lord sit here at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool tomorrow night we're going to get into David David was the greatest bond of God on earth. You know bond, the financial instrument. Biggest ever. He's a debt, yes. Huh? For a nation. So he raised a family. No wonder those who came to join David in the wilderness were men in debt. Distress. So he recapitalized them by turning them into warriors. To take a nation, do you see what we did in London, guys? To take a nation until the fear of people. Let me tell you something. A top lawyer was telling me tonight, he said, look, everything they are saying about Spark Nation is nice. You know what they are? They are speculations. Go to the market. There's nothing concrete. There's no scandal. There are speculations. Is it God? Is this? Speculate. Because now you are about to get on the stock market. You, yeah, speculation is what drives the market. And if you are not speculated about, you are not entitled to get on the London City Stock Exchange. Because there's no speculation about this company. There is no church in this land that anyone speculates anything about. They're just quiet and they've been cowed. So my job is to watch the market and say it's going quiet and just go say something nasty. And everybody again begins to speculate. These are about 400 people, 300 people in midweek service. days, young people. Please tell me a church where that exists in London. Even Nigeria, you will see thousands of people on Sunday and like 10 people on, on, on no one. Five. Speculation. At the time, they say those guys are drug people. They have so much money. They are cleaning drug money. At another time, they say they are broke. They are living on loans. At another so we're saying which one are we? I love it. Huh? They'll say, what, what are you though? What are you? Speculation drives the market. So why are they broke and rich? Why are they rich and broke? Because all those ingredients is what makes us into the blend that God is blended. And I know it's blending many of you publicly and privately right now. The hand of God is in this house. Can I round up with one thing? The prophet Ezekiel saw a vision. And the Bible says God took him to the potter's house. And he saw the clay be made on wheels. You know what you do when you are mixing clays? All manner of ingredients. And it's running and spinning. Are you spinning tonight? God is mixing something. So that you become an instrument in his hand. Kaliata.